Hi team, Eddie McLaughlin here with Justin Williams. Once again, our third and final podcast in the Train the Muscle series. I'm sad, Justin, I could talk to you all day. Sometimes it feels like 15 minutes goes really, really, really quickly with you, unfortunately, but you know what? Sharp, just like the program, on the money, talking about all things, you know, all encompassing and building a foundation, um, training variations, and now we're talking about advanced. Yep. So, you know, I would call myself an advanced trainer, as would you. Um, you know, the, these, um, these programs you've made for the advanced, um, you've taken it to the next level. I love it. I'm going to use it myself. Um, and I just want to talk, you know, more about, you know, why we've added things into this program. You know, we're going to the next level. And then where does someone go after they finish these 12 weeks? Yep. So um, I want to talk about maybe a little bit later about some nutrition as well, because we, we touched on the last podcast, but I want to know how someone would eat when they're at an advanced level. Mm -hmm. All right, mate. So um, in terms about that, so Talk to me why you've added some of these, these new exercises into this program. Obviously, there's abs in it now, and, and you know, we've, yeah. we've moved forward. So, so again, I, and I put abs at the start with, with the stretching. So, this is a, there's a big reason for that. 99% of people don't have ab muscles. Yep. They want it. They all want it. Oh, everyone wants them. Most people are weak in them. Yep. People complain about a sore lower back. That's probably the number one thing. People have back issues, you know, sore lower back. A back issue doesn't come from having a weak back. A back issue comes from a back doing all the work for so long. Well, we're talking about, you're talking about balance. Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, so come back to that word, you say balance. The weak abdominal. Sure, sure. Now, so, my thing with abdominals is people are like, oh, you know, if I train them, they'll come out. No, we can't spot reduce fat. But what I do say to people, and you probably say the same thing, if your abdominals are stronger, meaning your core stronger, meaning you can lift more, meaning you can gain more lean muscle tissue, therefore you can lose fat from there. You know, you know what I mean? So yeah, exactly right. So, it's all, so what, that's what I'm saying. It's all a tie-in now. And, and, and that's why I love the first episode you talked about balance. Yeah. And this is just linking it all together. Yeah, um, exactly. So you know, let, let's look at some of the exercises that you've actually put in this last well, last talking, talking back about that, doing, doing the abs first. So what that actually does, especially before like, say, say a leg program or even a back program or something like that, what you're doing is, is you're actually creating tension in the abs at the start of the workout, actually neutralizes your pelvis. Sure. And your, your main neural, your sciatic nerve runs down your spine. So that frees up the, that neurological system. So yes. the better that works, the better your muscles work. And talk to me how much th th that improves your lifts in terms of strength. In terms of, in terms of feeling and pump and like, you, you'll, you basically you'll, you'll, you'll do your abs and then you'll do your first session you'll be like, bloody hell, why is this hurting so much? Why yes. do we get so much feel yes. from so little? And that is, that's what that's Yeah, what I'm, I'm actually feeling really, really bad now, Justin, because I haven't done abs before my training in so long. Look, it's something I religiously, <laughs> religiously do, before, especially before leg workouts. Yeah, well, I'll be taking this, this program home. <laughs> uh, that's all I'll be saying. But... Um, um, and, and, and you know, obviously the benefits of that compared to the abs at the end of the workout. Um, oh look, if it's a weakness, why train it at the end? It's the same with me. Like me with carbs, I have to do them first. Oh yeah, no, I've seen your carbs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> nah, look, yeah, we, we all can't be genetically blessed, so Justin. Exactly. So, um, you know, and, and now we've, re we've reached this sort of, you know, this, you know, nine to 12 week mark. Yeah. Um, what sort of, what, what sort of, you know, signs should people see that they're ready that, that, that you know, at the end of week eight? Yeah. That they're ready for this advanced program. So what they should be starting to notice now with all the exercises is starting to actually understand, you, you'll find this, you'll, you'll get this moment that you'll click and things will start clicking in your head. You'll be like, okay, I'm doing a lap pull down. Oh, I can actually feel those lats now. Now I can feel myself. Mind-muscle connection, mind-muscle connection. Exactly. Yep. And that is the neurological connection to the working muscle. So once you do that, it, it really makes you enjoy training and then you can kind of really start honing in and start, when we move into the advanced program, some of the unilateral movements where you've got one arm working at a time or sure. something like that, you can start 
feeling imbalances and start really honing in on your training. And what I want to really ask, because this will be a question that comes up a lot and I, and I, I understand. So you've done eight weeks of training yep. and they'll be like, now I've tried the advanced but I'm not getting DOMS. Yep. Is DOMS a sign that they're not training hard enough or it's just because the body's used to, to training now? You don't have to get sore. This is what I mean. Yes, to be growing, to be improving. Sure. Yes. Yeah, it's just, it's just debunking because you know, some people are like, if I'm not sore, I haven't trained hard enough, which is just not the case. Well, like, like I said to you before, the most stressful part is, is the stretch. So if someone come in to me and go, I, can't, I don't get sore, I'm so good, make them do a stretch. Yeah. That's, that's how you make them sore. Yeah, that's how, that, that's how you'd make me sore. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be totally honest there with the, with the, so, with the viewers here because I'm, I'm about as limber as a but what Rhino. seems to happen, what you're saying there, when, when people do stop getting so, I mean, look, you, you should still feel the muscle the next day or the day after. And, and what tends to happen is you get comfortable, especially when you're not being watched, you start working in a range that you're dominant in. So bench press, you know, typically everyone's strong in this range. Squatting, the same thing, the top third. Well, if you start working down towards that stretched part, that's where. So, yeah. so talking where to next and where we go back, you can, you can basically, you, you're going up like this and then you may plateau yep. and you're going to come back but, you're, but you're back, going back to those simple exercises is higher than when you started. Sure. We keep going like that. And, our, and, our, and, our rip, and our, obviously our volume's gone up with our, some of our sets but our rip ranges have gone down. Yes. Reason yeah. being? The reason being that we have that better mind-muscle connection. Sure. We should actually be able to, from rep one, that, that first rep you're feeling. The second rep's harder. You know, you and what sort of weight increase should we expect from say the first week to here? You'd expect 20%. In most lifts? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. The, the big compound moves, you'll, you'll get quite, and especially legs and back programs, you'll yeah. get a lot. Bench pressing as well, you'll get a lot. Some of the smaller isolations will still be, will be minimal. But yeah. They will that's be what, and that's, that's one thing I want to tell people about this foundation. When you start, you'll go up really quickly in some lifts. Definitely. But don't think you're going to keep going on that because no, it, it's, no, there's no, going to be a sticky no, point yeah. at some at some no, point. It just it just I get some people sometimes like, oh, my bench went up 50 kilos last year. If I do that again, I'll be at 220. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. But the, the thing that we look at then coming back to balance again, they, got, they, they tell me that and it's always that one, what do you bench, you know? Standard. <laughs> okay. So my answer to that is, well what do you barbell row? Yeah. Because it's the opposite. Exactly, you know? the, the exactly. So if someone's trying to bench press 180 but they can only barbell row 60, that tells me they're going to have a shoulder injury, guaranteed. All their shoulders are like forward like Quasimodo. Yeah. Well you know just from looking at them. Yeah absolutely. So yeah, like, and, and obviously we, you've added a few more like arm exercises into this. I see dumbbell skull crushes over barbell press. Yeah. Um, how important is you know having strong triceps, say shoulders, while doing bench? You know, like these these secondary muscles well, and movements. Like you said before, it's about pulling it all together. Now we're trying to work. In the beginning, you know, you, you do a back exercise, you won't feel your back. You'll be yep. like, oh, my forearms, oh, my grip, oh, my biceps, yes. oh, this. Yep. So, so once we can actually control and isolate... It's all those things, secondary muscles yeah, eh, that working, come up in the first year. Working the ancillaries, and you will get to a point, like you probably know, when you train your back, you feel your back. You don't think about your hands, you don't think about your... No, back. no, you're, no you're, you're, so, you're so used to holding 160 same kilos with, in your hands, you don't even yeah, know it's same, there. Same with doing deadlifts and things. If you train your abs and everything properly, you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel your lower back. Yep. You shouldn't feel your lower back yep. in the squat. You shouldn't feel those movements. The reason I'm asking these questions is because I just want the people at home to understand that, you know, if, by following these protocols, you're going to be at, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is a really quick thing. It's and, awesome. And look, it's, it's, it's a really simple thing. But if you pay attention to detail, and I, I can't stress this strongly enough, you will be ahead of 80% of the people at the gym because yeah. they don't have strategy. No. They don't follow a program. They don't track themselves. You said this to me the other day when we had that meeting where people go in the gym, they're like, oh, I might train some chest today. Yeah. Not the right attitude. Uh, and, and look, I, I love to do that. I'll ask someone when they come in the gym, they go, what are you training? And they go, oh, 
I was going to do this, but I might do I might hit some shoulders. Straight away, that tells me, okay, so you've got no plan. you got no plan, no. So randomised, I did a post the other day, randomised training brings randomised results. Yeah, so, like, and, and that's why I want to talk about that, Justin, because this is designed for people for free. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's and you've got, you've got videos, you've got your downloadable PDF, you've got key points, everything. You know, you can always check in on, the, on our podcast, you know, and, and, and I'm a PT, I, I charge a lot of money for this, so you know. We well, that's why I'm taking, that, that, that's why I'm taking it home. Yeah. I like free stuff. <laughs> but, free I, so, free, so. so obviously 12 weeks, they're going to be some amazing gains, yep. like, you know, we've seen transformations, whatnot, you know, thing, yeah. amazing things can happen 10 to 12 weeks. Definitely. So after 12 weeks. Okay, where to from there for people? So, this is training, we've, we've touched on training, we need supplementation to supplement that training, and yep. the recovery and, and effectiveness of that training. Sure. We touched on a little bit of nutrition, that's where we really have to start looking then, yep. is that nutritional place. Yeah, because you can't train like you are in week nine to 12 with bad nutrition, no. if you want results, 100%. is what I mean. Yep. You can train like that, but you're yep. not gonna get the results no, you're, exactly. you desire. It's all gonna come to a halt. So, so the, whole, the whole system then, after this, is basically you, you do you, you're going to go back to some foundation movements again and because this this foundation movement here after you've done that is going to you're going to go back to and go wow this feels completely different yeah you, you you're going to be up in your weights by 20 30 kilos yeah. on these things but not even about the weight how it feels yeah and then, and then but that's what i mean but you'll even feel it yeah. and you go look i've gone up 30 kilos and i'm still feeling it yeah. wow that 12 weeks yeah. really helped and it's yeah it's about feeling and you're going to start paying attention then that's when we need to start paying attention to tempo so the speed of the rep slowing things down really controlling things sure so how important after these 12 weeks is it to change up training regularly it is important definitely you, you want to create new stimulus you want to you want to make yourself a plan just like we've got here four to six weeks stick to something track it you know track your reps track your weights and then we look at making improvements the big thing is from the start like we have here is a balance plan so starting with balance yep that, and that is provided you are a balanced person yeah to yeah, yeah to begin with well. exactly right which is why i said to get a personal trainer we're going to have a look at you yeah so so yeah get it get a postural assessment whatever blah blah yeah blah. but um that's and then when we go beyond that, that's where we really start honing in. Okay, look, this is what needs to be more of a strength and less of a weakness. And when, and when we shot the series together in the gym, we did some variations on some some exercises, yep. which is why I brought that up because we can actually incorporate the same program but with different variations exactly. of the exercises. Exactly, especially when we when you move to the like basics, stick to the basics. Yeah. When you get onto the advanced ones, like we did, you know, say one example was maybe we changed um, a stiff legged to a dumbbell stiff legged. You've got extra stabilisation there. Um, we did some stuff with cables as well, more isolation, more tension yep. in the movements. Ba basically, every body part or isolation exercise, there's three, four, six variables that you can multiple, use. Multiple, yeah. But once again, don't go to Dr. Google for it. No, exactly. You know, go to a don't correct trainer. Don't, re don't reinvent the wheel. Keep, keep it simple and, and do it effectively. I think, I, think it, I think it's all about keeping that core. Yeah. And then, you know, just, just little, little, little bits out of it to try something new, to put, you know, body advancements. Yeah. So, so how often do you change up your training? My training is four to six weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah like me. Yeah. yeah, I'm totally, totally different program after four weeks. I need to see that. I need to see that improvement in what I'm doing because, like, you can't track what you're not measuring. So, well, I, I, I look at it now. Okay, we're, we're me and you both got our foundations, yeah. which we've talked about. Yeah. Um, we know the we know the variations. Yeah. Now, me and you just both work in this in this advanced place where we try and change stuff up to get that little well, look, one percent up. Look, we're we're doing everybody here a service here because. What we're doing with our training now is fixing things that we didn't do at the start. So, you know, you're, you're fixing- Well, I was lucky. I was in a, a professional rugby environment yeah. very early. So yeah. I, I was very, very lucky. Yeah, yeah, but 99.99% yeah. of people don't get that. And you're yeah. right. 
they don't get that foundation right yeah. first and they have to backtrack. So we come back and we, and we have to start balancing yep. things out. And, and it comes back to when you're training yourself, you're training your strengths, not your weaknesses. Yep. So even if you've been in the gym for eight months, you still don't know what you're doing, you could start week one. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, yep. you, you don't have to be a beginner to start it's here. It's going to bring consistency. It is going to bring change. Yep. And it's going to, it's going to bring improvement. No, no, I am huge fan, huge fan of it. And um, moving on from that, you know, you, you dabble a lot in competing. Like, you have a lot of people compete. Yep. Yep. How long does it take for them to get that level? Could someone be at that level after 12 weeks if they had the genetics? Muscle-wise? Because I've had questions about it. Depending on what it is, I suppose if it's if it's a female wanting to do a bikini one where there's a little bit of a little bit of muscle required, probably. Yes. Um, but but at an elite level for a male, possibly not. No, because yep. you, you need you need that that training experience, the connection, and to really isolate. Sure. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. Either. Yeah, just just I had a couple of questions on it, and yep. I just I just had to ask. And um and for sport, how how advanced would someone be in sport if they say? You know, if they were doing, you know, uh, a specific sport, say rugby, yeah. how much benefit could they get out of weight training for 12 weeks in terms of power production yeah, on the field? Massive. massive. Start, like, as you know, they, they have their whole season planned out. I mean, there's a lot of debunking there that we could do. That's a whole other story. But um, doing some strength training at the start and trying to maintain strength throughout. I mean, look, we're both Kiwis. Look at the All Blacks. Why, why do they stay on top for so long? It's their strength training program. It's what they do off the field. That helps. Oh, I would say their strength training program and their planning. Yeah. Exactly, exactly what that is. And that's why I said it. It's their planning because they know what they're doing this four weeks, that four weeks, that four weeks, and it's all a pinnacle to reach the World Cup in four, four years. Yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, the All Blacks are playing this year for the Blue Go Cup. Trust me, they're planning ahead to the World Cup because that's what New Zealand cares about. Same, when you get to that elite level, that's the way you look. Everything you do is, is, should be for a reason. That Absolutely. Has to be for a reason. Absolutely. So, Justin, I, I, I can't thank you enough for creating this program. Um, I personally am a huge fan of it. I've told you that. Um, anyone who wants to start out, I really hope you download this PDF because it's going to change the way you think about training. It's going to give you some tips. You're going to get all the, you know, the videos. Um, there's so much information um, and it's a great way to start yeah. and build that foundation. Yeah, Learn some more and then become advanced. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, thank you so much. That wraps up for the Train the Muscle series. We'll be back. We'll be back because I'm going to make sure we'll be back because I love teaching people. Justin, thank you so much. Um, we'll talk to you guys later on. It's been great. Thank you.